Hi, my name is Jennifer Gonzalez, and I'm the chair of Educators Worldwide. We are the parent company of TTELT, Teaching Tips for English Language Teachers. And I'm excited to welcome you to our 52nd episode of our TTELT podcast. We are celebrating our one-year anniversary of podcasting and sharing great teaching tips for English language teachers around the world. So I hope you'll join me in welcoming our guest presenter and guest host for this episode, Amy Alice Chastain, who is one of our other board members and will be presenting and helping to host this episode along with her good friend, Amna Habiba. Welcome, Amy Alice and Amna. Um, I am Amy Chastain, Amy Alice Chastain from TTELT. Um, and TTELT is Teaching Tips for English Language Teachers and is a program of educators worldwide. And I am excited to have Amna Habiba with us here today. And her resume at such a young age is already so impressive. I wouldn't dare try to introduce her myself. So I'm gonna invite you, Amna, to go ahead and Tell us about yourself. Thank you. Um, hello, everyone. I am Amna Habiba. I'm 15 and I'm from Pakistan. I have my own social development initiative called Global Creative Hub, where I um, teach young girls here in Pakistan the necessary 21st century skills they need to succeed in life and beyond. And I've spoken at global platforms, including UNESCO, World Bank, IFC, and many more. I'm really excited to be here to share. I know that you have a great interest in storytelling, as do I. I love storytelling so much. Tell us, what got you interested in using storytelling with young learners? Yeah, so for me, storytelling has played a very um, important part in how I see English as a whole language. So since a very young age, I've had the um, passion to read English storybooks, novels, fiction, and you know anything that's in English and can catch my interest was something that I would read. So I have this whole library set up in my study room where I'm sitting right now, which has, um, I guess, hundreds of, it would be probably a hundred or um, more books that I have right now that I'd keep on reading whenever I have the free time to do so. So for storytelling, why storytelling is interesting to me is mainly because of um, listening to stories, reading them, and being very interested in how people write stories and how they format it in such a way that can keep you interested in what the content is, no matter if it's fiction or if it's um, non-fiction or if I'm just learning science and then there's a story over there, I'd like to read that first before I go into the other, um, you could say, dry part. I love that so much. So why do you think learning to share stories through English medium is important? So students really enjoy um, when we share stories, when we transfer learning, especially when we're learning in language like English. So if you, you, you have um, certain lesson plans that might be catered to your own local language. If you're teaching on in a community or maybe with learners who have the same local language and are um, interested in learning English. So when we 
are using storytelling as a medium and we're using English to teach it. Uh, it's really a combination of two skills that we're teaching together. So students, um, why I think storytelling is important for them is because they really remember it. So we want them to remember the concepts that we're teaching in English and using storytelling would be an added bonus to them remembering it for a long time because storytelling really captures the attention of um, young learners. So. Um, so I think you touched on this a little bit, um, but what are some of the other benefits of using storytelling with young learners? Yeah, so storytelling has a lot of benefits. And if you're talking about young learners specifically, so as they're growing and have a mind that absorbs anything that's, that comes in their way, storytelling is a really effective way to help them learn concepts, help them learn things that, they, that they'd like to remember forever. So like the first benefit is that you enjoy it and you remember it forever. So if we take an example of bedtime stories or fables, um, like I remember from when I was very young, my grandmom, she used to um, share stories with me. So maybe it would be a story that had a moral in it. So even incorporating moral values in it and all the while learning English, or maybe it could be like a fable um, that's like, told in your community. So we come back to the topic of culturally responsive learning as well. So storytelling really is a medium to incorporate so many different, um, you know, different types and different kinds of learning. And it's like the young learners that we're teaching, they really enjoy illustrations, the narration, the plot, the settings. Like I mentioned before, I have this whole library and I remember lots of the um, plots that were in there. If I even don't remember the narration, but I do remember the plot and I do remember learning so many vocabulary words just from reading books in my free time. So it's like a really good way to incorporate learning, um, learning anything. It could be, it could be English. It could be maybe a subject that is very dry, maybe like science, or it could be anything that you want to learn and you include storytelling in it to make it more fun and more enjoyable. You have me excited to like go and find some books on my shelf that I haven't read yet. <laughs> I'm so excited about this. I can feel your energy. Um, so what are some specific ways that you use storytelling? Yeah, so just as a flashback example, um, when I would read the very popular series of Peter and Jane or maybe Biff and Chip, and then you go and you see the, the, the life-size characters in book festivals or um, any children-based festivals. And then there's a very important part that comes in storytelling, which is role play. So role play and you're dressing up as a character you like, and you're you know conveying and narrating the story once more, but in real life, that is a specific way that I've been using storytelling. And then there's this um, thing of including it and making learning more um, student base. So when you maybe give an example, so we, we're doing a case scenario and we're teaching a very dry subject to a student and we want to make it, you know, more interactive and more fun. So maybe we include a case scenario where they think together and um, work together to build upon it. So they create a plot, they create a narrative and they create the character. So th this really improves how we think critically and how we collaborate. So the very important 
they are like very important 21st century skills that every learner should be equipped with so storytelling is like a way to incorporate teach learn so many new skills and yeah i i love you're you're clearly so excited and passionate about this topic um so in listening to you talk about costumes and bringing things to life maybe there's a teacher listening who's new to storytelling that thinks i don't have all these things so what are some easy ways that teachers listening that might be new to using this technique um, what's some easy ways that they could bring it into their classrooms yeah so, so if you're a teacher you've been using storytelling unintentionally in your classroom not knowing that you've been doing that so if if you look into it a, into the concept of storytelling a bit more we've been focusing a lot on project based learning in our classrooms with young learners specifically because of their age group because of their um like learning capabilities so things that you could do to include it maybe um make classes more interactive with we could say flashcards or material that is focusing a lot on creating those two elements of storytelling so maybe you're helping kids develop stories of their own and you're doing like there's a lot of stuff that you're already doing that are very easy to do to bring storytelling in your classroom and then there are a lot of other ways that we can do to improve um storytelling and our classroom lesson plans yeah so some of them would be to foster imagination because storytelling is all about imagination about creativity about listening about understanding about communicating and about memory so making learning easy by including all of these um into what you're teaching into your lesson plans into your classroom would be a very effective way to um make classrooms and learning more interactive yeah so finally um do you have any resources that you recommend for using storytelling in the classroom yeah i do have so we've like with shift to online learning you might not be able to um go to the store to buy specific items so trying to create diy so do it yourself material and resources at home so maybe it could be um like i said before so those we have foamic paper we can foamic sheets uh and make sort of flash cards or different sort of objects or characters that maybe each student could make on their own and then show it to class and then the virtue of um show and tell that we usually have it um uh, at the early stages so asking students to bring in their own and creating stories so this would be a resource for very young learners that are just you know starting off to learn so uh, including show and tell and then if we go on for learners who are maybe in bit more advanced classes that would be by um incorporating all of the things that we've shared about and talked about uh, for storytelling excellent um so uh please add to my kind of summary of your main tips if i don't encapsulate them well um so what i am hearing are your biggest tips is certainly use storytelling embrace storytelling no matter if listeners are teaching 
um, core subjects like science and other subjects or just teaching language. Um, and to think about all of those learning outcomes like building imagination and boosting memory, teaching morals and many other things that you said. So they could look at their lesson plan and say, am I doing all of these things? How could I bring in an element of imagination or of you know, more play um, and those kinds of things? Um, and to give some, some power and some autonomy to the students and you know, kind of encourage the students to bring in their own imagination of how to build this character and this story. Um, so does that, do you have other, other summations that would yeah, be accurate? Perfect summation of everything that. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, like I said, I'm really encouraged and excited and I already use storytelling, but you've given us so many new um, perspectives and ideas today. <laughs> so in closing, Amna, because I know you are a very busy young woman, what projects are you working on right now? So some of the projects that I've been working on um, are all related to, mainly related to my social development initiative, which is Global Creative Hub. So we've um, been, we ha currently have a community project that is focused on rural sides of Pakistan. So it's, it's focused on teaching the necessary skills so we are focusing on three main um, modules, you could say, or maybe three more, three main themes, which are learning, literacy, and life, and helping to transform um, girls in rural or uh, girls from socioeconomic backgrounds, which are very underprivileged or very low. So yeah, that's the, that's the main project that, that we've been doing right now. And then we've been doing hackathons, so which are events where you come together to build solutions. So we've been using storytelling a lot in that too. We've been doing hackathons where girls from all over Pakistan are invited to build solutions to the most pressing problems in the world. So solutions focusing on the UN SDGs. So that's something that we've been doing too. And then there's this um, for every international day that comes. So like we have International Literacy Day, we have Girls in ICT Day. So we're celebrating all of these days as well with you could say maybe monthly webinars or um, live events. And yeah, it's a really, like all of my projects are focusing more on, you know, empowering young learners, especially girls from all um, economic backgrounds. So we're here like in Pakistan, developing country. So a lot of the population here consists of young people. So, you know, truly trying to empower them to transform their own communities and you know pass on their learning. So very big element is to pass on what you learn to someone else. Well, I think that what you're sharing today is gonna to empower even more people across the globe um, and not just young people. Cause I know I, you've got me excited about so many things that you shared. So where can teachers find you if they wanna reach out? I'm very active on LinkedIn. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on my own website that I've designed. You can find me on Global Creative Hub's website and you can find me just by typing my name, Amna Biba, into Google. 
Uh, that is amazing. Well, thank you, Amna, so much. It was an honor to talk to you um, for TTLT um, and to share this. I'm excited to share this podcast with our listeners around the world. Thank you thank so you. much. Thank you. Bye. Wow, those are some great te teaching tips there by Amy, Alice, and Amna Habiba. So thank you so much, both of you, for sharing those tips with us for this bonus episode, our 52nd episode, and our first full year of podcasting teaching tips for English language teachers. So just to recap some of those great tips for storytelling with young learners, remember to make it engaging. And you can do this through role-playing, dressing up like characters in stories, having students collaborate, which is a great 21st century skill that our students need to learn. Um, also, making stories interactive and use show and tell for storytelling. I know as a primary school teacher, all of my students had a story to tell anytime we had a show and tell time. If you enjoyed Amna Habiba's episode this week, you have a great opportunity to meet with her and learn from her during her design thinking workshop, Storytelling with Limited Resource, taking place Saturday, October 16th at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, UTC minus four. So I hope you'll register now and get ready to join Amna for an exciting workshop. We also have some other upcoming opportunities taking place. Our TTELT talks this month, which happens on the last Saturday of every month, will be on October 30th. We have two times available, 12 noon Eastern Standard Time or 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And to check that time, that is UTC minus four. These TTELT talks is the perfect time for you to get together with educators from around the world and discuss the issues that are important to you. And if you've enjoyed this first year of TTELT Talks, don't forget we have plenty more coming as we launch into our second year of more teaching tips for English language teachers. You can follow along and get the latest information by going to our website and joining our mailing list. Um, you can also find our weekly podcasts there as well as on YouTube. And if you're joining us through YouTube, remember to subscribe and hit that little bell button so you get notifications every time we upload a new episode. At our website, you can also sign up or register for our monthly workshops and our monthly TTELT talks. Other ways that you can connect with us, if you have a question or an idea for a topic, reach out to us through our email, tteltinfo at gmail.com. And you can always find us on other social media channels such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Hope to talk to you soon and see you at one of our upcoming events. Have a great day. Mm -hmm.